right, we're back. Circling Back Podcast coming to you live from the Early Bird CBD studio in Austin, Texas. My name is Will DeFreeze. Right in front of me, oh. Dylan Shivery. Happy day before Thanksgiving, Will and Brett. Thank you, Dylan. How we doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Uh, man, I'm fantastic. Happy to be in the stew with you gentlemen. Dave is not here, of course, but it's going to be a great episode. Yeah, that boy is gone. That boy is out of here. He's at home. Rumor has it he's on the golf course as we speak. It's true. That sounds like something he would do. I can confirm those rumors. He called me before. I think I think he wanted to like have the banter before the podcast without being here. So he just called me on the way to the studio. He's just so used to starting his day off with fun and easy banter that he had to get back in the uh, in the mix. A lot of people don't know this. Dave's a very big time uh, car caller. If he's Heard on a that. if he's on a car ride more than a half hour, I can pretty much expect that my phone's gonna gonna ring. He must like talking on the phone to you much more than me. I've gotten one of those calls, I think. He he always he does it all the time. This started yeah. in the PGP days, and we would just riff riff on like random stuff that we'd be like, dude, we should be doing this. We should be doing this. Dave, it's oh. funny because Dave's like he doesn't really uh, he's not active on texting during the day, just about like normal day to day work stuff. Yeah, but he'll just on a road trip. He'll be like, you know what? Let's get, let's get knock it all out in one phone call. <laughs> All right, I, I like that. phone call people. I don't. Lily's, I Lily's husband Drew, my future brother-in-law. He uh, he's a big phone call guy, and I've started adopting or adapting to it, and and I don't hate it. Stay away from me. I hate phone call people. I had a FaceTime stint for a while. Really? Yeah. Where like anything I wanted to get done was through FaceTime. I don't know why. I like doing it though. I th- I prefer that to a phone call though. Okay. Well, it it's, takes- it's less jarring when someone FaceTimes me because I'm like, oh, they're just shooting the shit. If I get a phone call from somebody, I think something devastating happened. Something is very, very wrong right now. Phone calls are just a little awkward to me. I don't know why. Well, it's because you're you're a text boy now, Dylan. Well, there's just pressure to fill the dead air with with words. That's I mean that's it's that's like, what that's like, like a podcast. <laughs> yeah, but it's that's different. Life, it's different. <laughs> like just having a conversation with well, maybe it is pretty similar. I don't know. <laughs> I can't. I mean, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not the biggest phone caller, but I, I. I give it my best. Who knows? Hey, do you guys know that we had the worst of podcast drop yesterday on Patreon? It was Thanksgiving, and I. I don't say this lightly. We've done three of these episodes. Yesterday's was by far the best story submissions we've gotten, and the best overall episode we've done of the worst of so far. Brett and I were talking about this before you got here. It was one of our favorite episodes we've ever done. It was good. It was awesome. We. It was one of those ones where we turned off the the mics and it was like hey i think that went really well yeah like brett said it felt good off the bat shout out to the girl who got second degree burns on her chest from a turkey baster yeah yeah hopefully it didn't leave any uh lasting scars or anything like that i mean as someone who's had second to third degree burns you gotta think that something was left there yeah 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 my ankle will never look the same dylan Ooh. you gotta think the the family too that went to a casino instead of cooking thanksgiving dinner without the mom knowing yeah, had to be in a bit of bit of trouble after that situation. Yeah, yeah. I still have I, I have some some questions about that story. Still, I'm not I'm not questioning the validity of it, but I'm questioning just like why this entire family slept the entire day of Thanksgiving as opposed to hanging out. You got to think each time Thanksgiving or even Christmas for the matter comes around, she's she has to like sit the family down, and be like, look, we can't we can't do 2017 again. All right, <laughs> guys, <laughs> that was a, that was a flash in the pan. <laughs> yeah. Your leash is a little shorter these days. I'm sorry. But go to patreon.com slash circling back podcast. We did Thanksgiving last week. And now the office holiday party stories are rolling in. And as someone who uh, has never really been to like a generic corporate office holiday party, 
I'm very excited for these ones. Ours were never generic or anything at Grand X. We, we, yeah, you're right. They're pretty lit. They're chill parties. When your company is uh, comprised of, you know, 22 to 32-year-olds, yeah, it's it's a pretty different scene than you know, corporate, you know. What's ours going to be like this year? It's hard to say. I think I'm probably going to, I mean, if you're there, I'm probably going to get a little too drunk. But We're, yeah. we're going to do a nice dinner somewhere. Okay. Oh, by the way, I have a call into the other place we talked about. Let's go. Um, nice dinner, and then probably hit the bars afterwards. So we're not gonna, you know, rent out a space or anything like that. So but we're not we're fun. not renting out an island or anything. No, not yet. We, do a, we could do a party not, barge. We're not there yet. We're not inviting backers this year. Uh, no. Okay. Do you guys have your fits picked out for the the Christmas party? Brett does. Uh, yeah, I, I have know. a general fit, but I've done it before for Christmas parties, so it's not like that crazy. I got. What I'm wearing, my, my, I'm wearing a turtleneck. I'll tease that now. I, I got it yesterday, Dylan, and oh my God. Does you it might go. not be the only one wearing a turtleneck, buddy. I mean, I, let's just put it out there. You're not the only person wearing a turtleneck to this thing. Dude, what if we all roll up in the same, like, cream colored turtleneck? It's possible that. Well, let's over, not tell our dates. It's let's possible just do that it. over 70% of the people at this party are wearing turtlenecks. I don't tell, unless they might hear this, but. How many people is it going to be? Sally doesn't listen anymore. Um, I reserved it for 12. 100 to 200 people. 12 people is a good amount. So it's the four of us, four dates, I'd assume, and then two and two. Lily yeah. Drew. Yeah. Of male and fame. Uh, and then Blake and his wife. Oh, hell yeah. Actually, I need, I need to tell them about it. <laughs> I haven't done that yet. <laughs> yeah, you might want to give details to people <laughs> yeah, that are uh, important yeah, in this situation. Yeah, coming up. Yeah, make yeah. that happen. Okay. If we have any bad stories, I, I think we can... We, we'll tell them on one of the worst of episodes. I don't think anything too bad is going to happen, hopefully. Man, that'll be fun. I think we're all going to be wearing the same thing. At this point. Yeah, it's going to be very similar. What do you wear over the turtleneck is my question. I might wear a sport coat. Yeah, so I, the yeah. past year's parties I've done, I have a gray blazer sport coat thing that I wear. Jay Glazer? It's, it's wool. It's not Jay Glazer. It's a, it's a gray blazer. Okay. And uh, I, yeah, I just wear that over it. We'll see this year. Man, I might have to get a sport coat off. I just have my coat and the turtleneck right now. Well, I mean, I bought a cashmere sweater this winter because I was like, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna buy a quality cashmere sweater and really just wear it all the time. This damn weather does not allow for it. Yeah, you consider the possibility that it's not gonna be. It'll be cold. You know, sweater plus overcoat weather. God will look down on Dylan, the wash you know, media you party and me. say, you know what? This is this fits need to get be getting off today. Yeah, it's gonna happen. You know me. It does, weather doesn't matter. I'll, I'll just get a fit off for doing right, a Doug. fit off. Do you not sweat? Not really. No, I've never had an issue. I like. I have several things about me that I'm happy about in life. Like, I love my career. I'm glad that I have a full head of hair. I like that. Um, I I like don't really work out very often, but I'm not like obese or anything. Like, I, I'm privileged in some ways. The one thing I would switch is that I would sweat less. That's the one wow. thing, man. You're, you get things. You're, you're good, man. Dude, it sucks. It sucks. It, it just, it over, it used to overtake me. Like I couldn't go to public events because I was like, no, I'm going to sweat too much at that and be uncomfortable. Really? Yeah. It's never crossed my mind. Oh my God, dude. Yes, it has. You, you get too hot, but not because I of sweat. sweat but it, it never, it's never like prevented me from doing my normal daily yeah, stuff. I don't, I don't have perspiration I just, anxiety. I just deal I with had, it. I, I don't have it as much anymore because Texas has caused me to, to, Get used to it. 
but for years, especially like when I first moved down here, it was like, well, I don't want to go out until like 11 o'clock tonight. Cause I'm just going to be sweaty. That, that is a one that like when you're going out in Austin at nine o'clock in the summer or in, in September, even it was too hot. Yeah. Like we were yeah, like yes. Woodrow's or something. And I did sweat. Not, I don't like sweat through stuff, but I could feel my back just like sweaty. You don't, you don't want that. See, I sweat through things. Yeah. That's tough. I was sweating at Lily and Drew's wedding. My entire back was just drenched. Weddings are different though. I feel like wedding like dance floors, you're expected to just sweat through white. This shirts. was before the dance floor got ramped up. Okay. Luckily, luckily it started raining. So everyone looked sweaty at one point and I was like, oh dude, yeah, I just got dumped on. I was, I was doing a bunch of work out there helping move everything inside. I love the story you guys told about the wedding where you had to, you had to move the, uh, the party into the house and everybody chipped in and like moving something from the house floor oh, yeah. to like a bedroom. Or it was great. Like I was on couch detail. How'd you do? I did good. So you went solo on couch? Oh, no. No, no, no. no. These couches got, were fucking I got huge. one end of it, though. It was a big yeah. boy. I, I asked Dave for help, but he just stared at me and didn't didn't pitch in. Well, he was probably like, Dave was like the uh, air traffic control guy. He was like, hey, Dylan, need you here. Will, over here. I think he just wanted to watch me struggle with the couch, actually. Did you move the table? No. Oh, my Lord. It was so heavy. Yeah. We had to do it the next day sober, which moving stuff when you're drunk is a lot easier. It's seemingly easier. Yeah, we did it the next day. And I was trying to delay until more people got over because I was like, man, I, I'm hungover. I really don't feel like, I don't know, shattering my back on this propeller. Excuse Whoever, me? The, the table was a, the an base. actual prop propeller from a boat. The base of the table. With Holy a shit. giant, thick sheet of glass. And people it's were like, so don't tight. break the glass. And then someone, the voice of reason, finally someone was like, uh, that glass isn't going to break. It is going to break whatever it runs into. If it falls on you, it's going to break your leg. If it falls on the tile, the tile is going to shatter. And they were 100% correct about that. You shattered some tile? Dude, word on the streets that the, the entire security deposit is uh, safe. So hopefully we're good. That's huge. It's, it's very big. Not, I mean, not that I had any financial investment in it. <laughs> <sighs> Should we talk about these feral hogs? Yeah. It's not like we've been, it's not like we've been uh, mentioned in any tweets or anything like that, right? You guys, this is the first time oh you've my, seen this story. Yeah, no, seventy-five people didn't tag me in this tweet last night. This might be the most we've been sent any single story in the history of circling back. How about these feral hogs just throwing us a bone though? They they knew that we've been talking about feral hogs, for, you know, leading up to this. It's like let's let's make some more news before the Thanksgiving break. I don't I don't want to tease this, but my my man of the year twenty nineteen might be feral hogs. Wow. I know I know we have our awards coming up. During the backies. You know this is a pretty dark sad story though. I know it's they're just in the news, Dylan. Okay. They just keep being in the news. My <laughs> extremely online in the news persona of 2019. It's gonna, it might be fair long. Extremely online Brett. All right, this is from CNN. A Texas woman was found dead after pre-dawn attack by a group of feral hogs outside a home. The Chambers County Sheriff said, "Christine Rollins, a 59-year-old caregiver to an elderly couple in I don't know how to say that town." Failed to show up at her formal time at her normal time on Sunday, the sheriff said. Eighty-four-year-old homeowner found her lying in the front yard between her car and the house. Um, they speculated that it was multiple hogs who attacked her between six and six thirty. Here's a quote from one of the reporters: "In my thirty-five years, I will tell you it's one of the worst things I've ever seen." How? So this is in a neighborhood. Jefferson County Medical Examiner Sully Rivers determined Rollins was attacked by different hogs because of the various size of the bites on her body. 
Oh my God. So how many were there? Do they think? They think it was like 30 to 50. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, they, they don't know. Just multiple. This story is sad for several it's reasons. So sad. Obviously. What scares me the most is that this dude might be right. What dude? The dude that said that he needs his guns to kill 30 to 50 feral hogs. Like, I didn't think he, I thought that was an absurd statement at the time. And now that I'm like thinking about it, I'm like, well, is he making a decent point now? Here's the thing. Um, I've, I've never heard a story where we assume this was unprovoked, right? She was just going, she was just getting out of her car on the way to work. I've never heard of a story like this where hogs just decided to up and attack a human being. It's always like in defense. Will they become aggressive with a, a person? You, typically, yeah. they're pretty scared of people. So this is crazy. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to make light of this. No. Like, all we, the people that were sending it to us, like, do they want... Like, I can't get jokes off about this. No. Yeah. It's, we, <laughs> I, I said the 30 to 50 thing, but it's not funny. It's okay. We were all thinking it. It's not. We were funny. all thinking it, Dylan. Don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. Uh, really, really. Is this like a neighborhood? Sad. Like, what's Jefferson County like? Because that's what, like, the photos and stuff. I'm like, this looks like a normal driveway that I could easily, like, I could own the next door house and never think, like, oh, I need to worry about these feral hogs running up. You got to think it's just small town Texas. I really don't know. Anna, Anna Huac is what it looks like. This town is. Um, let me. Let me look for that. I don't know. God, 59 years old, like working a very noble job of being a caretaker. Did you just get smoked oh, by hogs, the bite man. the bite marks thing is just it, it's too much for me. I wish I like I wish there were jokes to make about this situation, but there's just not. Do you guys have any irrational fears? Oh, this is on the, uh, feral hogs at this point. Cuz like yeah, feral hogs are like legitimately one of my irrational fears now. This is near the coast, by the way. Okay. So it's east of Houston. Um, kind of between Houston and Beaumont, if people know where that is. Yeah, on I ten. So it's a little more country than I than I originally thought, perhaps. Yeah, what? Well, that's a pretty populated populous, area. Populous area. Populous populated populated area. Dude, it's impossible to say. Yeah, we we can't look that up. Populated is the word. I, it it just concerns me that uh, I don't, I do these things multiply quickly? Is that why there's so many of them and they travel in such big packs? They have. Yeah, they have numerous litters a year. They they breed like crazy. Okay, we need to, we need to confront this problem. I'm officially on the team of the guy that wants to kill thirty to fifty feral hogs. That's with why his machine gun. hunting season is year round, and you you don't even need a license for it. It's just open. You can just kill them. At this point, I want. think we need to maybe even go on a hunting trip and kill some feral hogs ourselves. We need bring to, your we, AR thirty to fifty with you. We've been we've been the go to for these these hogs, and I think that we need to take the initiative, get up in a helicopter get a turret somehow and just start lighting these things up. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. We can go out to my, my ranch and kill some if y'all want. Why do you say that with such a gentle voice? Um, (laughs) I've only seen them out there once actually, but I I know they're out there. I just, do they like, um, you can't bait them. You, like you, no, you can. Yeah, but like you, you don't want to, do you? You don't want to lure them onto your property. If you're if not you going to kill them, kill them. If you want to kill them. Yeah. Do you think I, do you think I have it in me to kill a feral hog? I do. That's one of the few animals that I could pull the trigger on and not feel any remorse. That's the only big animal I've killed. Really? I won't kill a deer. Yeah. The, I've, I, think I, I think I've said it. I think I said it recently. The only things that I'm willing to go like hunting for are birds because they're dumb and I don't really feel bad. Uh, they're dinosaurs. And they're overpopulated in this area. 
Nice. That being said, I think I could add feral hogs to the list. Deer, like my my because my concern is that I would shoot a deer, I would have a terrible shot, which would be expected from me, and then I'd have to do something to kill it after the fact. And I would feel yeah. really guilty about that, and it would it would probably stick with me for a long time. That's why you need a sidearm on you. Like you can't just knife it. Mm-mm. You know, you need you need a pistol. Just you know, trying to lean lean away. And I I can't say who yeah. this is. I I had I know somebody who hit a deer with his car in the middle uh, of in the middle of winter. It did not die. He had no way of of putting it out of its misery, but he knew yeah. he had to. He had his golf clubs in the back oh. of the car, and he took out an iron and hit it in the head. Hit what in the head? A deer. That, that he hit with his car. That oh, didn't he had no choice. And I'm like, dude, I get it. He did the right thing. You, like, you had to put it out of its misery. It was going to die. Like, uh, there's no way they're going to like go take this to an animal vet and like nurse it back to health. Yeah, no, likely not. I told the story of the one time I killed a hog on, on this pod, I believe. But I, I shot it through the ass accidentally. <laughs> what? And it, was, it didn't die. So it was just on the ground, like, squealing in, in agonizing pain and just, just doing circles on the dirt. I had to walk up to it with a 9mm ahead. And put one in its dome. Yeah. See, that's that's, that's but that's 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 like, the end of the road for me in my hunting career. Yeah. It was. Uh, I didn't enjoy it. A less mature podcast would make a joke about you shooting hogs in the ass, but <laughs> like we said, like we said on a, a previous episode, we go high when others go low. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really have much else on this besides, you know, just my condolences to everyone involved. I'm ready for fail hogs to be done, like. As an online joke and in real life. I kind of am too. Can you eat feral hogs? I don't even want to. Some. Yeah. Can you take the bacon off their back and stuff? I don't know about that, but uh, you can you can definitely eat some feral hogs, depending on... There's going to be like age. a hipster restaurant that's just only feral hog meat that pops up in like... Depending on how, how big in... Montrose and uh, Houston or something. How old they are. How do, you, how do you know this? Have you eaten feral hog before? Well, we have a fucking ranch. We've killed hogs on it, and we've eaten them. Tight. Yeah. Tight. My uh, my stepbrother, Zane, and my brother-in-law, Kendall, they will go out and hunt. Is your stepbrother the dude from One Direction? That'd be so tight. No, it's a different different Zane. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, they've, they've killed hogs on our property before. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. We might need to go out there and do it. I want a ranch trip. Can we do one this this fall slash spring before it gets warm out? Fall slash spring? Or sorry, winter slash spring? Yeah, winter. After 2020, but before May? Yes. Okay. We can. Because I can't go out there when it's too hot. Brett, you said you wanted the, the feral hog thing to end. Yeah. A story like this might do it. Because it's, it's not funny. It's, yeah, like, it's, it's, the fi- it's the final straw. Yeah. In the it's feral not being hog, funny like, now. Yeah. Let's put it to bed. Yeah. Let's put it to bed. Are we retiring feral hogs? I don't want to cancel them because cancel culture is toxic, but... I, I don't know if I feel comfortable making this decision without Dave. Okay. Because I think if there's going to be somebody who stands up for feral hogs, or at least the feral hog jokes, it'll be Dave. But I'm ready to put it to bed. Okay. Lightly putting it to bed right now. All right. So we're muting feral hogs. We're not canceling. Yeah, we're, yes. Good call. We're muting them, not canceling. Uh, can we talk about our friends over at Hawthorne? Please. I'm not trying to stunt. I used uh, two different Hawthorne products today. Two? Two. Wow. I mashed the body wash button, and I shampooed. Are you guys familiar with Hawthorne? Of you should be, because you, you guys have both taken the quiz that takes all of two minutes to complete, that yes. tailors everything directly to you. 
I will say this. I had, I'm pretty specific when it comes to my scents. I don't like having like various scents on me. I'm, I'm, I, I like the way I smell. And so when I was taking the quiz and it asked what current colognes I was wearing and I typed in the cologne that I was wearing, I was like, why am I doing this? It's not going to know. It recognized it and then matched me to two colognes, a work and a play that smells similar to my favorite cologne, my previous favorite cologne. Holy crap. Um, just imagine that. That's how tailored these guys are to you. The quiz takes like no time at all. It's actually fun to do because you get to analyze, you know, what your, what your needs are. And it's just great. If you have a significant other, you, you can do it for them. Sign them up. Smelling good is important. Hawthorne smells amazing. Getting Hawthorne cologne is so easy. All you have to do is take a quick two-minute quiz, and Hawthorne tells you the two colognes that are best for you, one for work, one for play, and it's totally risk-free with free shipping and free returns. Dorn, you getting compliments on how good you smell lately? Because you've been smelling like trash for the past few months, and I haven't really noticed it lately. It's great. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm not a cologne guy. Like historically, I have I've never really been into it. Mm -hmm. uh, that has changed. I legit wear the Hawthorne cologne on the reg now. Man, I, do I bring the work or the play back to Michigan? I you think can, I got to go play. You can you can interchange them, man. No, because I mean, I'm not doing that's any the work. Exciting thing about it. It's Thanksgiving break. I'm not doing any work. It's all play when you're up there. Yeah. Okay. It's all play and ceramic. Saran wrap sandwiches. You know what to do then. Mm -hmm. Can you? I need like a uh, a tour of Harbor Springs, basically. I can. I can. I can send you one. I okay. can send you one. Yeah. It'll be. Yeah. I'll, I'll. I'll tag Hawthorne in it since I'll be playing your, so hard. You gonna bring your drone up there? Maybe. I'm really intrigued by Harbor Springs because I've heard so much about it over the over the years from this guy. I'm like, what is this place like? You you know get, you're gonna be underwhelmed after all I've done. I don't do think know, so. Okay, so here's how I imagine Harbor Springs. Hold on, before we before we go oh, sorry, Harbor we Springs, to, yeah. check out Hawthorne at hawthorne.co. That's Hawthorne with an E. And use promo code circling back to get 10% off your first purchase. That's H-A-W-T-H-O-R-N-E dot C-O. And use my code circling back to get 10% off your purchase. Hawthorne.co. As always, we put every link in the description of the episodes. Go check it out. All right, now back to Harbor. Harbor Springs, Will. Yeah. Here's how I imagine Harbor Springs. The, do you know the proposal with Ryan Reynolds? Uh, yes. And uh, Sarah, Sandra Bullock? Yeah. That like small Alaskan, the, the quaint Alaskan town they're in? Yeah. That's how I picture Harbor Springs. It's quaint. Here, my concern is that like, it's not like you're going to a place that has Ubers that you can just call up and go places. I like, feel like I could I could bike to everywhere in Harbor Springs though. Depending Ooh. on where your house, depending on like what house you rent or what hotel you're staying in, like you you pretty much can. Okay. And that is the move. That do, being said, you will get pulled over late night for riding a bike if you're drunk. Do we need? They'll to make have, you walk it. Like, should we all have a house like now already? It's something that that if you are attending our wedding, you should get on sooner than later. Okay. One of the houses we looked at that we were like, oh, this would be a good house for some people, like. It's already it's already booked that week. What we're discovering is that eight eight is a very popular wedding day. Is there? Is, I assume there's not an airport in Harbor Springs. Right? No, no, there, there is, but you're not going to fly into it. I mean, Unless we, you have a PJ that you're not into? telling us about, you're not going to fly it into. Only the homie has a PJ in this family. There's two places you can fly into. Like tomorrow, I will be flying into Detroit and driving four hours north. Or, or you can fly into Traverse City. Shouts to all the TC backers out there. Uh, which is an hour and a half drive, and it's kind of a scenic drive, especially during the summer. You can drive, you drive by the lake and stuff. It's a really nice drive. Or you can drive, you can fly into Pelston, which is more expensive. 
the further north you fly into, the more expensive it gets. Makes sense. Pelston is a very small airport. It's got two, I think, two gates. Uh, the baggage claim looks like a taxidermy shop because there's just a bunch of dead animals hung everywhere. It's kind of tight. Love that. And uh, yeah, it's the most expensive place, but you can find deals. And it's about a 20-minute drive from there. Wow. Yeah. What's the climate like in early August? Ooh. I mean, it can get as high as 80. But oh, so it's not hot. No. I mean, like, hopefully during the, like, wedding portion, it'll be, like, 65 or 70. Have you seen how far oh north God. this town is? But, like, Dude, Saratoga's up north, too. And we get the Toads? Mid, it's mid, a 7 iron from Canada. That's, I, love, I love calling stuff golf terms. Yeah. Nice. It's seven a what? Iron. 7 iron from Canada? <laughs> it is very close. It's close to Canada, but it's still it's still a hike from Harbor Springs to Canada because you have to go over the bridge, you have to do all that stuff. Do you you can you go to like the UP if you want? Yeah, that's tight. Yeah, the UP the UP is an hour awesome. drive. Uper. forty five minutes to the bridge, and then you, you cruise the bridge, and then that's you you, you get them, right? you go to Saint Ignace and you just, call them Upers. Yeah, man, I'm excited for that. Though. I I thought like I guess maybe it's, it's on the water, so that's why it doesn't get as hot as you'd think. But like upstate New York, it's mid nineties to high nineties in August. No, no. If if it was over eighty degrees, we were canceling tea times like mad. It was really no, dude. I'm not trying to sweat out there. I'm trying to play a nice like sixty five degree round of golf. We do need to plan this because with Saratoga, we've talked about doing this trip. It's the togs, but yeah, it's, it's, just, it's not. It's not the togs. It's the togs, dude. The togs, dude. Don't, please don't call it the togs. Um, there's only like an eight. Well, it used to be six weeks. Now it's eight weeks where the horses run, and your wedding is smack dab in the middle of like horse uh, racing season you can miss my wedding if you want to go watch the i'm ponies. not gonna miss your wedding for the ponies dude I, I get it though you're a big gambler like you have a problem if you, um, want, if you want a little taste of harbor springs on your uh on twitter i suggest following uh the heart the official harbor springs twitter account which is hs mish I'm not it's sure who it runs. I don't electric. know who runs that account but it's probably the best run account in the history of twitter it is electric how yeah many, how many followers yeah, uh, two thousand one hundred eighty-six. Oh, you gotta Dude, think that's it hit the two K mark. Yeah, you know it did. Dude, that's what's up. Do you ever moonlight for them? Well, you can actually see in the header photo of this uh, where I'm getting married. No shit. Yeah, yeah. If you that's click that exciting. header, that big green space right next to the water, that's your boy. No shit. That's your boy. Oh, that's Ty, man. Yeah, that's why, dude. That's why we've been. I had to work my my ass off to get this. I didn't. <laughs> S- Sally and the wedding planner. Right did. next to the little har- the little harbor there. Oh, it's great. Cute. Yeah, it's gonna be quaint. It's gonna be tight. Fuck yeah. Hopefully the cops come and shut it down early because uh because of noise complaints and stuff. It's mm-hmm. always lit when the cops mm-hmm. show up to your wedding. So we'll see. I've always liked how you and I are both from hometowns with the last uh the like the name Springs in them. Yeah. I feel like that that that's part for the course there. Yeah. And you can you can drink all the water you want out of that tap. Aren't you from Dripping Springs, Dylan? I am not from Dripping Springs. I am from Austin, Texas. Didn't they call you the Dripping Spring of Austin, nope, Texas? That never happened either. Nope. <laughs> okay. Okay. Never did. Just wondering. Just making I sure. I, I knew they were close. The drip is what we call it around here. When you when you do blow, Dripping Springs. It legit. The nickname is uh, the drip. Oh, yeah. Deep Eddie's out that way. I drove past. It him. is. It is. Mm-hmm. We're just giving geography lessons today. <laughs> hey, do, do people we... people love geography? By the way, whenever somebody gets shouted out or some place gets shouted out, you know what I'm going to do right now? Will shouts to uh, shouts to Seattle. Hell yeah. Oh, major shots to Seattle. Pipes. I've never been, but I, I feel like I could really Seattle vibe there. Is a tight city. Yeah. I really is. I tried to get Sally to go there last summer for a trip and uh I got vetoed. Oh, you need to make And it. I'm really bummed about that. It's up there, by the way. It's not close. But no, I know. I, I really want to do it. it I is think tight. 
I think I could really thrive there. Flight, right? Like Southwest flight's got to be not terrible to Seattle from here. No, it's not. I don't think Southwest flies there. Do no, I think they do. That's oh. that's one of the reasons why I did it. Because I was like, it's an easy little... It's like a one-way flight right up there. No connections. Hmm. Huh. Any any random cities you want to shout out, Wills, while we're doing geography? Um, Portland, Maine. Major shouts. Oh, major shouts. Major shouts to Portland, Maine. Man. Where all where all are Portland, Maine backers at? Shipyard and uh, and LL Bean up there. And we just touched the opposite ends of the country there. That's mm-hmm. that's cool. Similar vibes. That's fun. Will said he got the uh, LL Bean catalog in the mail the other day. I got Restoration Hardware yesterday, Dylan. It's just a ski house magazine. It's unbelievable. It's Hold in, on to that, man. I put it on my coffee table. We're gonna, For real. It's might, in, the well, direct mail that Restoration Hardware is doing is insane. Well, you know our office, we're decorating it like a ski lodge. We can't hurt. afford Restoration Hardware. Dude, there's like $15,000 couches in there. It's stupid. Let's get a $15,000 couch. I don't think Dude. we need to do that. We're not, not now. Anyway. Yeah, unless we're, unless we're putting that couch on video, it doesn't need to be $15,000. D- well, Dylan wanted the room that looks like the, the casting. Yeah, aren't we just going to make... Let's just make one room look exactly like that and just not talk about it with people. Imagine if our casting couch was fifteen thousand dollars. That'd be that'd be a stunt. We should leave the tag on it though. And Dylan's just like, no, you can't go on that. Like you can do it over here, but yeah, we can leave the tag on it and return it after. You? What's wrong with you, dude? Dude, nothing. That's the thing. You brought up ski houses. Should we talk about this woman tanning her butthole? I'm waiting for this one. What's going I, on? What's going on? Can someone explain to me what's happening here? I read the post, and the post says if you tan. Or sun your butthole for 30 seconds, it gives you as much sun as like four hours in normal. As skin. much like vitamin D? Yeah. Or it, your body observes <laughs> like. <laughs> That's the one thing absorbs, you had to say? Absorbs. Um, I, I, I don't. Uh, like I, I, <laughs> what? No, I, I'm, I'm trying. I don't know. I'm trying to understand what what she's talking about. I don't like that I'm saying this. If the science behind this does check out, you're gonna do it. Is it the worst thing? I mean, is, is yes. she is she taking in UV rays or vitamin D? Like, what what is? Do you put sunscreen on? No. Tanning oil? No, you what can't. You're doing this at noon in Austin. You're gonna get burned. I don't want. You don't want that on your butthole and other parts. If your legs are too white to wear shorts, your butthole must be the whitest thing about you. Where are you doing this? Is another question. Jesus. That's the thing. You have to have like a private patio. You have to have a super private. Well, yeah, like I'm not going to go fencing. to my apartment pool and throw my legs over my shoulders. The picture of this girl doing it looks like she's on a hike and a nature walk or something. She's, she's kind of killing it. In the middle of nowhere. She's kind of killing and it. And she's just spread eagle holding her feet like pointing toward the sun. It's really uncomfortable. How long did they say to do it for? 4 minutes. Uh, 30 seconds, but this girl, oh. this girl specifically does it for five minutes, which like, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I could physically hold my body in that position for five minutes. I'd have to do one of those shake platforms in order to stretch my body you out. You could do it. You could do it. Oh, should we squat up and, and try it? Dude, here's the thing. Like, I mean, sunlight's awesome. I don't think like this summer I was laying out by my pool, like nearly every day to get some UV rays and get my tan on. And I think it actually elevated my mood a lot. But I'm I've, I've a, never been laying out in the sun, getting sun or whatever at the pool, and thought, you know what? I really wish my butthole was getting sun right now. It's that, not about that. It's about the energy that it gives your body. So it's just a. It's like if you were to to I don't know, like look directly into the sun, and give your eyes that energy. It's this. It's that. I don't. Th- I don't think we don't recommend doing that. No. By the way, why am I googling New York sun, or New York Post butt sun right now? 
I hate this story so much. I mean, I'm, I'm just not a, a butt guy. Like, in, in any do situation. you guys get seasonal depression at all? Not really. No. I I don't get it like bad, but my mood definitely changes. Everyone gets it to like a degree, I think. Yes, I think everyone. Yeah, I think that's fair. I've I've considered in the past like buying one of those lights. My buddy had one, and it was great. What lights? They have these lights that you can just put on in your place and just having them on kind of emulates sunshine. Oh, I have one of those. You do? Yeah. I don't really use it too much though. Isn't the, cause the lights like really harsh, isn't it? Isn't it like very white, very bright? Yeah. Yeah. It's supposed to mimic the sun. Yeah. It's not like aesthetically pleasing at all. No, that's see my apartment's aesthetically pleasing. But you would have to, it's the kind of thing that you bust out when you need it. Yeah. If you're working, you just toss it on for like 30 minutes and just chill with it and, and you're good. But like, am I low-key going to get one of these and just put it at the end of my bed and just chill there? My butt butt near it? Would that do the same thing? I might be thinking of a different kind of light, but mine is like an alarm clock light, and it's supposed to it's supposed to like recreate the sun coming up, basically, so it gets brighter. And then when it's super bright, then it makes the sound. That's when your alarm goes off. I have I have one of those as well. Okay. Do we have the same one? Maybe. Mine's is- like a cheap Amazon one. Oh, mine's mine's by Casper. Mm, yours is probably better. It's like an orb that just it, it's it's like wireless orb that you can like carry around with you, and it has all you, like you have to learn the the gestures of it. Like if you shake it, it creates a little tiny light that you can bring to the bathroom in the middle of the night. Because you know how like you never want to turn on a light. It's kind of tight. So you just shake it a little bit, and it gives this little tiny glow, and it you can you can walk to the bathroom. It kind of makes you feel cool. like you're old school with like a candle or something. Mm-hmm. But it, it the reason you have it is for the yeah the alarm clock properties of it. I don't do that because I wake up pretty naturally every single day anyway. And Sally gets pissed because I just turn it on at night. I have it go on at night, so when I'm the time when I'm going to bed, the lights on and slowly dimming off as I go to sleep. Hmm. Interesting. She fucking hates it. Yeah, I have a. I so I live next to a pool. My apartment has like the pool below it. Mm-hmm. And there, the pool lights. If I have my blinds like open, the pool light reflects the water onto my ceiling, and so it's kind of like this cool wavy effect with dim light every time I go to bed. That's pretty, pretty great. It's pretty soothing. That's pretty great. Yeah, I'll take it. It's better than circadian clock lights that y'all have. Enjoy it now because you know the angle's just right seasonally. No, it's going to change. It's just not. What do you mean? The lights are in the pool and stationary. Oh, I thought you, I thought you were talking about the reflection of the sun. No. Oh, my the bad. The sun, dude, the sun is brutal. My bad. My my apartment faces east. Yeah. And so in the morning, I'm just getting, like, I get cooked in my apartment. Hell yeah. Not like, not like Wilmot's cooked. Dude, but you, like, you should pull your pants down and just point your butthole at it when the next time it comes through. You don't get jerked? See, <laughs> get that energy, dog. But I think, like, there's, there's a whole slew of apartments across the way from me. I don't think they need that. Well, they got to respect what you're doing. Like oh that's Brett he's just he's just tanning tannin, his butthole tannin again. Trying to get that energy up. I'm more of a tannins guy. Yeah, what do you wine. do if you walk out on your patio and you just see someone like tanning ass? What if you see someone at your pool doing what this girl's doing like in front of everybody? Uh, I don't know what I do, Dylan. I'd probably say you all right. <laughs> like oh you're doing the uh, the butthole thing, you huh? Good? All right, go off. Only thirty seconds. Go off, sis. You you don't need a lot. <laughs> Do you want sunscreen? I have SPF. I don't. I don't know. What do 69? you? Sixty-nine. I, I, I hate this story. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> Why? Because I just I don't like talking about butt well, stuff. 
I mean, to be honest, typically I, I stray away from butt stuff. Bless God you. God bless you. Can we move on? What a sneeze there. Yeah, I'm not much of a butt guy myself. I mean, well, yeah, we can move on if you want to. Yeah. Do you want to talk about our boy, Papa John? Yes, I do. Okay, so when did this video come out? I, I didn't see it until this morning. Did this come out last night? Uh, I believe it was last Just night. Just to be clear, yeah. we're, we're recording this episode on Tuesday. For those at home that are like, oh, no, this came out Monday night. Correct. We have things to do. Okay, so Papa John is obviously not in charge of Papa John's anymore. Do you? I don't remember the exact comments he made. He made unsavory comments. I think yeah. I don't. Ex- I don't. Ex- I don't remember the exact ones either. I just don't remember like what arena the unsavory comments were in. I I remember thinking I should be anti these comments. Yes, that I think we can all agree that we were anti yes. the unsavory comments. Yeah. That being said, I don't remember the exact specificity of it. But uh, Papa John did an interview, and he. Uh, let's just say he's trying to set the record straight in a way. And uh, let's just listen to part of this interview for uh, for some context here. I've had over 40 pizzas in the last 30 days. Living currently in Mark Shapiro should be in jail. He has no pizza experience. He's never been in the pizza category. I would just say stay tuned. The day of reckoning will come. The record will be straight. Why not set the record straight down? I mean, what is it about the record that's not straight? <laughs> Stay tuned. What is he talking about? The thing about the record is it's, it's not straight. Extreme, yeah, I don't think the record's straight yet. So like he's, is, is this in reference to his comments he made that got him uh, pushed out of CEO or it, something else? What it sounds like happened is this guy brought up his comments to like the board of directors. And it, it sounds like he may have fabricated these claims. And so the board of directors asked Papa John as the CEO of Papa John's. And... Uh, he was no longer in it. This sounds like something Kendall would have done to Logan. Why does he sound like Coach O? Why is he eating so many pizzas? That's yeah. Can you imagine? Like, like this is the time in his life where he can finally take a step back from pizzas, and instead he's eaten more than one pizza a day for the last thirty days. If I buy one pizza for dinner to say for myself, and I have leftover pizza, if I eat it a second day, um, I feel like total ass. Like I feel like I need to, I need to go hit the treadmill for two hours just to cancel out what i just did to myself sally and i went to we got pizza last night and i told her beforehand i said let's not get a huge pizza because if we do we're gonna have a bunch of leftovers and we're leaving town soon and those are all gonna go to waste and plus i don't need to be eating pizza Mm -hmm. for multiple meals in a row i read it somewhere one time that you should never eat the same meal twice in a row not for physical purposes i think it's just mental like just (laughs) mix it up and like we're about to do today, you mean? Yeah, I might I might eat pizza today, but whatever. But like I've just never I've never wanted to eat leftover pizza for like multiple meals in a row outside of like a Sunday when I'm just picking at it for like 8 hours straight. The only time is like you say you go uh Domino's late night Saturday and Sunday you're hungover anyway and you grab it like that cold pizza Domino's out of the fridge. I don't hate that. On Sunday morning? Yeah. I've done that move. I don't do hate that. Do you think he's eating Papa John's pizza or he's like, no, fuck them. They pushed me out. I'm going to go eat Domino's or some shit like that. I think he's eating Papa John's pizza. Okay. You got to think it's Papa John's. You got, yeah. I would think so too. I just, you know. Do you think he's allowed to go into Papa John's establishments or do you think he's like sitting there? He's ordering it? Like postmating it using code circling back for $100 off of his delivery fees. He's ordering it with an alias? Yeah. He's got somebody on the inside still. Yeah. Who's, who's still like delivering him pizzas. He's got a guy. He's the number two trending topic right now. 
What's number one? Tuesday thoughts. Hashtag Tuesday thoughts. God, Twitter's the worst. Twi- dude, it's so stupid that these are like the things that we have to deal with. The number three trending topic is hashtag Tuesday motivation. Have you ever heard of another threat in the pizza business like this? I mean, he said the day of reckoning is coming. No, no. I've never heard the pizza business get this aggressive before. He looks really bad, too. Well, likely he's been eating he's, 40 pizzas he's been eating, for the last 30 days. He's still relatively thin for having eaten so many pizzas, but he's fa- he looks like he's just worn out, you know, rode hard and put up wet. I saw you. <laughs> Somebody same, said man. his face looks like a catcher's mitt. Yeah. Am I correct in reading this? His net worth is $801 million? He's very rich, uh, man. Yeah. Well, Dude, he, why are you trying to get back in the pizza space, dog? Just retire. Papa John's is a publicly traded company, and he owned, at the time, I think he owned like 40% of all Papa John's stock. But he's since sold some of that in uh, because he had to, because that was part of like the settlement theory. Well, I thought he had to sell all of it. I don't know if it was all of it or some of it, but he definitely had to sell his stock in Papa John's. Which is it's tough when you're Papa John. It's tough being Papa John. I, I can't wait to see what he comes back with. Granted, I don't, I, I still don't um, think what he said is okay. I don't, I don't remember exactly what it was. But. According to Business Insider. Is it uh, Business Insider or Business Insider? This is just Business Insider. Oh, okay. He said that after eating the, uh, <laughs> he ate more than 40 pizzas in 30 days and that the quality has been destroyed. So he's oh. eating Papa John's. So yeah. why are you eating? Why are you going 40 in 30 days, dog? Dude, he's ride or die. Like He's got to mix in a salad at some point. Do you think he's doing sides? Is he getting the cheesy breadsticks too? Yeah. With the garlic butter? You have Dip, to. The dipping sauce? Has anyone gone to Papa John's and knock on it? That might be pound for pound the worst thing you can put in your body. Their garlic butter sauce. It is so good. Okay, let me get this out there. Papa John's is trash pizza. Yeah. Okay. But I've done it. I've done it, but... When I had I to, I just made it, it sound like I've had Papa John's before. I've never had Papa John's. Before. Really? Never? No. You're Come missing on. nothing. It's it stinks. I, yeah, it is trash pizza. But like at two a.m., it's not going to taste bad. It, we never had one at our disposal, and like when when I have multiple options, Papa John's is never better than the other options. Yeah. Like when fair. I was like nineteen, we had like Papa John's, and well, you had Little C's, man. Well, we didn't. Yeah. So I had Little Caesars at home all the time, so we would just get <laughs> hot and ready's. But like, like. Hungry Howie's is better than Papa John's, so we would go to Hungry Howie's. I am unfamiliar with Hungry Howie's. They have they have specially seasoned crusts, and so you can choose how you want your crust seasoned, okay. and it's very very good. If you haven't seen this video, you gotta you gotta look at it because uh, he just looks like total shit. Here's a funny tweet about it: Papa John looks like the guy in a zombie movie that gets bit and tries to hide it from the rest of the group. <laughs> <laughs> he does look weirdly sweaty and like distraught yeah. in the video. Yeah, it's funny. It's, it's just garlic butter pouring out of him because now they have the garlic butter crust that I've seen on commercials a couple of times. It says here that uh, he stepped down as CEO on January 1st of 2018 after comments made in November 2017 criticizing the NFL commissioner Roger Goodell for allegedly not doing anything about the national anthem protest by football players. <sighs> Got it. Okay. I remember it now. He's a big supporter of the Republican Party. Yes. He is a big supporter of Mitt. He was a big supporter of Mitt Romney and he contributed i think a large amount to donald trump's campaign so it makes sense it makes sense as to why he would be upset about this pushing like republican propaganda in his pizzas delivery like you'd open up the box and there'd be pamphlets of like trump ads in there it says he then resigned as chairman of the board on july 11th 2018 when a scandal broke out over his use of a racial slur when trying to minimize the controversy over his nfl national anthem comments by alleging that colonel sanders had used the slur 
and had not affected his popularity. Oh, so he kind of like doubled down. Also, like, how much stock did he sell? Why, like, Colonel, like, why are you? Can I, can I just colonel? say something bad? Like, Colonel Sanders kind of looks just racist. So, like, I don't think he's the one that you want backing you up on all this stuff. Apologies to KFC if you're looking to sponsor the pod. Yeah. <laughs> well, Colonel, the actual Colonel Sanders has since passed. If if you're accused of saying something racist, the move is not to be like, oh well, well he said it too. Yeah, dude, Dylan said it. Like that, dude. That's not helping your case here, buddy. Colonel Sanders is like in his grave. Like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? Like, dog, uh, Papa, dude, clean it up, Papa John. You gotta think the Colonel Sanders like uh, role is is shopped around pretty heavily at this point. It's it's gone through six to eight people over the last like three years. That's like that's an intentional yeah, move that's by now. That's a marketing thing, you right? They're, yeah, just, yeah. they're switching yeah, it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a new thing. It's like, oh, do you see this person's Colonel Sanders? Yeah. Just, like what if Norm McDonald just stayed the colonel though? And like you that's part of your That would have been tight. You don't want to get pigeonholed as Colonel Sanders though. It's not a good career move. But if think. you're Norm, like you're kinda of on the back half. Might as well yeah. pick up the check. Yeah. Maybe. Does he have like a Netflix special yet? Who? He's got a Norm McDonald. Yeah, I think he has a or comedy. He had something. Or something. I don't know. He had something. Why does it say that his uh, that uh, Papa John's residence is in Anchorage, Alaska? Or no, sorry, Anchorage, Kentucky. Misread it. My <laughs> bad. My bad. Well, he he just he went there one time and he was so enamored with Anchorage, Alaska that he just built Anchorage, Kentucky. <laughs> I could see I could see like a billionaire being like, oh, I'm gonna live in Alaska. Yeah. There was always I love this so peaceful man. Yeah. In a in a previous at, at Barstool, there's a hypothetical. Shout out to all the Anchorage uh, backers out there. Yeah, oh, there's Alaska sure. backers. Sorry about your climate. For real, it's it's a bad scenario up there. Um, <laughs> it sounded so disingenuous when you first said. Sorry about your <laughs> that's climate. why. That's why I doubled down. It's like, like you were oh, stunting shit. on them. Uh, there was a hypothetical that you could have ten billion dollars, but you could only live within the boundaries of Ohio. Would you do it? You can't go. You can't go anywhere else but Ohio. Ten billion dollars. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm doing it. I don't think I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I, I, why? You can't go anywhere. Yeah, but with $10 billion, you can take anywhere to yourself. What's the nicest part of Ohio? I would say the southern... I would say like Columbus and the neighboring places, but I'm not actually really sure. I've never really ventured over to that side of Ohio. You never go to the beach. You never go skiing. Yeah. I was just... you Not to stunt on Ohio. I, I don't know if I would do this in many... No traveling whatsoever. No travel. You can't leave the borders. That's the, That would be torturous. That's kind of like being in Alcatraz, like yeah, a prisoner, suck. and looking out the window at everybody, like living their life in the coolest... One of the coolest cities in America. And then like, yeah, you're just doing it from the confines of Ohio. 10 billion, yeah. that's a lot. It's a lot of money, but like you, you, with 10 billion, it's not like you can build a, a mountain. Maybe you could, I don't know, to ski on or you, there's beaches in Cleveland. I don't think you're trying to get a beach off in Cleveland, though. That's a good. That's a good question, man. Yeah, the more I'm thinking about, it, the more I'm like, I don't know. But yeah, like you said, it's not just Ohio. There are several states that there are probably other states that I would be less inclined to live in than Ohio. If I'm in Ohio. At least my parents can like come visit me easily and shit. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say no. I. That's my answer too. I'm gonna say no. no. And th this is nothing against Ohio. Yeah, just, it could be a lot of different states. It could states. be a lot of different states. But just being bound places. to like one area. Let's you really just roast one state. What's the one state that you would absolutely never, never do this in? Arkansas. Well, I just said I wouldn't do it for Ohio. No, I would do Arkansas. You would do Arkansas? I think so. Arkansas has got some really pretty parts. Yeah. Actually. Uh, yeah. 
I'm a big I'm a big natural beauty geography guy. And so I'd rather have like natural beauty in Arkansas than like like cornfields in Sub- Iowa. Suburban Ohio. Yeah, I don't necessarily need Dude, to be we, like, we always do Iowa wrong on this podcast. Yeah. I mean it's just it's not a very sexy state. Shouts to Des Moines, Iowa City. Iowa I've City met a lot a of lot, Iowans and they're nice. A lot of fun, Iowa City. Um I guess you know it's it's not fair to Arkansas based on my one experience there is driving from Memphis to Dallas on one road. Yeah, I don't think that's a fair. Uh, nah, that ain't count. That's not dog. a fair line. Would I'm, you do it in Texas? Ten Billy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Texas is tight. Plenty of shit to do in Texas. Yeah. It's a big enough state. I think I could do it in any state that has a coast. But if you don't have if you don't have a natural or coast, mountains. I'm not living there. Like Colorado, for sure, I would do it. Yo, Colorado might be oh, the best oh, state to do it. Oh, really? You'd be a ten billionaire in Colorado? Oh yeah. Duh. Oh yeah. No Actually, joy, dude. No, the best state to do it is California, for sure. Yeah. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. California gets a lot of shit for people from people for like the high taxes, the you know, weird weirdos that live out there. I don't care about any of that. California, you don't care about the high taxes? No, I do, but I'm not paying them right now. Well, it's because you don't live there. But no, I know. Did, I fucking love it. It's it it's tough to live there, <laughs> money wise. We'll just admit he was a huge government guy. Tax the hell out of everybody. Well, I mean, I'm not I'm not living there. So property values are nuts too, man. Yeah, it's stupid. But if you have ten billion, who cares? Yeah, exactly. If you have ten million dollars, like yeah, I will stay at a nice nice ass hotel for every single day of my life. I bet you there's people that have stupid money like that that kind of just do that anyway. They, they go to New York once or twice, and then or Vail once or twice, and then they're just back in California. Oh yeah. But yeah, Ohio, no. Could you Great live in a state. hotel for your entire life? I love hotel life, but I think it would get old after a while. Yeah, no. You'd have to switch hotels. I could never live in the same hotel my entire life. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think it could. Unless it's like, like a ridiculous suite or something like the that. The new Tottenham manager, former Manchester United manager, he managed at Man U for a long enough time where you probably should purchase property in Manchester. He lived in the uh, the nicest suite of the nicest hotel every single night that he was manager of the the team. That's cool. He just didn't even. It's like fucking apartment. Yeah. Fuck. Like no, nah, I have a presidential fuck building suite. equity in, in like a condo or a yeah. townhome. Just like, yeah, I'll take the presidential suite. Yep. Room service. Just give which. me the nicest one. And yeah. Hey, can I break some news real quick? Sure. Uh, Dave Ruff just texted us in the group chat. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, and I quote, "Bobcat just dragged his little cat nuts across the fairway. Dude was cocky." End quote. Wow. Must have been a scene. Hold on, what? So they saw an actual bobcat and he dragged his balls across the, the I, fairway? I assume that he was just walking on the green and not actually dragging his testicles across it. So it's not like when dogs scrape their butts on the on the ground after they poop? That shit's gross. Dude, it's one of the grosser things dogs do. Dogs are filthy. It's not yeah, even gross I mean, from the standpoint of them putting their butt on the ground. It's grosser from the standpoint of like what's on the ground that's getting on their butt. How do we keep talking about butts? butts? I'm sorry, dude. It's my one bugaboo. I'm sorry. And it's just talking about S. I'm sorry. Stuff. I mean, we can pivot. You want to pivot? Let's pivot. Hit me. Quit, baby. Brush those teeth. You, you like being those teeth, Dylan? You know I like being those teeth, You've dog. had some clean-ass teeth lately, and Thank I think you, it's because you're a quip boy. Well, obviously. Quip are the makers of the Quip electric toothbrush, and they want you to know that one single discovery that matters most for you is your dental care. If you have good habits, you're good. Do you guys have good habits? Yeah, but my... Uh, I've, I've been 
in a bad habit of not brushing after going out the Ooh, last couple of days. That the happens, last weeks. man. That happens. That happens. I, I actually did this while staying with my friend who's a dentist. And the next morning I walked up to him. I was like, hey, man, do you have any uh, uh, toothpaste? I forgot my toothpaste. And it was clear that I didn't brush my teeth the night before or else I would have had that problem at like 1 a.m. when we got home. And I, I felt so shameful. But, you know, I don't, ha- I don't have to worry about this stuff anymore because Quip legitimately just sends you all the stuff you need. It oh, also yeah. improves your habits by with their sensitive sonic vib- vibrations. It tells you like every 30 seconds when you got to switch areas of your mouth. Mm-hmm. They send you a new pack quarterly to make sure that you're just fresh to death at all times. You get oh. new toothpaste. You get new battery. Battery. It's, it's just the best. I was so intrigued by Quip that I just went and bought one. Okay. I'm a local store. Like I, I need to sign up for the uh, the full on deal, but like I just went out to the uh, my local market and bought one. What bought the set? How about that. Do you know they even have a floss dispenser that comes with pre marked string to help you use just enough? I've seen this thing. When I was like a little kid, I never knew how much to use, and then I started using those like plastic ones. But that's just so much weight. It's like the, essentially the Keurig of tooth care. Mm. Think about that. Mm-hmm. But right now. If you go to getquip.com slash circling back right now, you'll get your first refill free. That's your first refill free at getquip.com slash circling back. That's G-E-T-Q-U-I-P.com slash circling back. Quip, the good habits company. Dude, fuck yeah. Uh, so how about this? Uh, Brett's, I'm going to let you explain what happened because you dropped this in the group text today. Yeah, this is one of... Uh one of my candidates for video of the year 2019. And it's not because I liked seeing uh, kids in danger by outdoor fireworks, but it's because I couldn't stop laughing at it. Fireworks Um, mishaps, if no one gets hurt, are really funny. Yes, absolutely very funny. Mm -hmm. So uh, the video is a, it looks like kids at a Christmas pageant or pageant, if you will. um, Okay. That are, are, are partaking in a play and all of a sudden these fireworks start going off, which people use probably thought they were, you know, sparklers or something like that, but they're outdoor fireworks, Dylan. Right. And they just start popping off and it, it becomes a war zone very quickly. Yeah. Um, and the kids look to be about the homies age. They look to be about four, three, maybe they're, yeah. they're tiny little, little shits. So did this, this hit you a little bit? No, but it's, it's, it's terrifying, man. Those like yeah. in close range like that, those those were serious fireworks. They can do some serious damage. And so uh no, it didn't hit me. It wasn't like you know, I didn't get choked up but thinking if oh what if that was the homie? But like those kids were legit in danger. Yeah, they yeah. were. Have you ever had a mishap whether with any sort of fire, whether it be fireworks, whether it be uh pyrotechnics? July fourth one year, we were doing fireworks. We um my family used to live um on Lake Austin and they had this uh little peninsula thing and there's a palm tree on it and we were launching them into the lake into lake austin oh nice and um one of them we it was misaimed i guess and it went straight into like the uh the palm tree <laughs> and the whole thing just whoosh. seriously oh my god dude Come that's on. tight the flames oh yeah the, the tree was probably uh, 12 14 feet tall the whole thing just immediately ignited it was it was a scene. Holy shit! I've we, never, I've never had that happen before. We ran and got buckets, and there was a pool there. We, we got water out of the pool and just threw it on the tree, and finally we got it. Most, I think, for the most part, it just burned itself out. The tree was toast, but it was a, that was fun. Okay, I've never had like anything that bad happen with fireworks before. 
I'm kind of a wimp when it comes to fireworks. I'm, I'm like, I'm hyper, hyper nervous guy. Like, hold on, we should do it over here just in case. Like, I've had a couple mishaps. I've taken a bottle rocket before and held onto the, the oh, I've wooden done, piece. I've done that in, in a lot of like, times. Because, I, you know, you usually put them in a bottle and point them at your buddies. But this, I just was, was drunk and, and held it with my hand, thinking that the little part was going to fly off the stick. I was like, oh, shit. When I realized it wasn't, and I was like, ah, this is going to gonna hurt that's what you just gotta drop and drop and get run yeah i didn't and it blew up i mean they're tiny bottle rockets so it didn't do anything um but i also had we built a potato cannon like junior year of high school um and sometimes it doesn't launch like you flood the the chamber with too much stuff and so you have to let it breathe for a while so i had the bright idea of instead of letting it breathe why don't i just burn what's inside oh that's a terrible idea come to find out so i i ignited the inside of the chamber that was filled with um filled with propellant and the other the barrel was blocked by a potato mm. as potato guns are and so the flame just flew out of the like the front end where you or the back end where you put the got you a little bit oh yeah all every hair on my left leg was gone oh shit imagine if that happened to you like your your head yeah and like your 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 hair was just singed and gone oh no thanks oh but yeah it was uh that's that's a pretty good mishap and then the only other thing we were doing as kids is we made like molotov cocktails we just take like this is this is so bad we take like dave 100 percent did this corona bottles or we'd finish off beers in my buddy's backyard and like take a gasoline filled rag and light them and throw them yeah that's a terrible idea and the trees would be just on fire a terrible idea and then we also made napalm you ever mix uh, styrofoam and gasoline, Dylan? What you, What is wrong with you? Yeah, I mean, we just, it was like... Uh, we, you and Dave would have gotten along when you were fucking younger. Dude, we weren't like shitheads, though. We were just doing it in our own... Like, we weren't doing it to harm other people. Mm-hmm. We were just kind of doing it ourselves. Are you saying that Dave would have done it to harm other people? I feel like Dave would be the type of person who, like, does, does shenanigans. They would, like, buzz the tower of somebody, like, throw in a Molotov cocktail in, like, their front yard. Yeah. We've never we never did anything at anybody's property. Yeah, instead of toilet paper in someone's house, you just throwing Molotov, Molotov cocktails, cocktails at there. Um, the only Molotov cocktail I've thrown was in a like GTA. Yeah, you know what's kind of fun that uh, would have gone crazy viral on TikTok was uh, we used to take the potato cannon and just point it straight up and stand around it in a circle and launch it, and then you could hear the potato coming down for like a good ten seconds. Hell yeah! It was tight. That actually sounds great. That sounds fun. And it got like it, it never hit anybody. Thank God, because it would have killed somebody. Um, yeah, dude. But it, it's come down and missed people by like three feet before. And usually, like you all just puss out and and run away. But my like, me, my buddy Dan. Well, can't you see it coming? No, we're doing it at night. Oh, at night. Because well, you launch the potato cannon at night because it it creates like a fireball out of the end. Yeah, it looks tight. Mm-hmm. But you do it at night. And you could hear the thing coming down, like because we were, you know, we're not in the city or anything. We're out in the suburbs. You can hear everything, and just you hear it coming down and coming down and coming down. And then it, when it splats, it's like you throwing a, a baseball against like a barn door. Good God, <sighs> y'all gotta yeah. chill How out. How far man. does that go in the air? Four hundred yards. Okay, so we twelve hundred feet. Yeah, so that's what we. What's did, a low flying uh, plane? Higher than that, uh, yeah. I I have no concept for distance. 
a commercial jet's like 30,000 feet. Yeah. yeah. Low okay. flying, you're probably pushing four or 5,000 feet yeah. in a Cessna. Okay. So okay. we're not in danger of, of hitting planes in the air. Um, but yeah, we used to do that. And, and then uh, we stopped after it almost killed somebody. That's Would probably, that's a good sign that you should stop doing what you're doing. Probably. Yeah. But that thing, man, that thing's fucking fun. I don't know where it is. We had one when I was a kid. Those, you, yeah. those things fucking hump out of the barrel. The only thing we did, and like this was 100% my dad's fault, was we just played a lot of, with a lot of the uh, water balloon launchers. Oh, yeah. We did a lot of that. And too. that was like, those are the best. Those are those fun. Are tight, man. Good, good, clean fun. Oh, that's when you take like, you have three people, two mm-hmm. holders and one. Well, one, you can't one, smoke loaded. people with those Or you can two. do it too. You just got to, you just got to strap it to a tree, which is actually a pretty good way of doing it. Pretty good way. No, we, we, my dad stopped doing it. We, I grew up on a giant bluff and the bluff went like pretty much straight down and right in front of the bluff was just businesses. It was like right above downtown. And so we would just launch them off there. And one time we hit a car and just like, we knew like, this is why we need to stop doing this now because we probably just shattered someone's windshield. Yeah. From that point on, my dad, my dad didn't, he didn't have the same fervor for going out and launching water balloons off the bluff that he used to have. Unfortunately. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Should we do this weekend of fun? Yeah. Why not? It's kind of early to do it. It's only Tuesday right now, but yeah. I mean, we've got a long weekend, so. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, I guess I'll just start with my Thanksgiving plans. I'll, I'll be at the ranch. I'm, I unfortunately do not have the homie for Thanksgiving. Oh, that's that's brutal. I'm pretty sad about that, to be honest. Um, Is he going to be in Cali? Yeah, he'll be in Cali. So the rest of the family will be out there at the ranch. It'll be fun. Um, and then I get him back on Saturday. I think they land here at around 4 p.m. And I'm going to get him immediately because I missed that little shit. Uh, we're Did just you call and you were like, hey, he's got to come back Saturday. It's for the boys. <laughs> it's for the boys. Yeah, we've been, we've been FaceTiming every day. It's been fun. But yeah, Saturday I'll get him and then I'm just going to just max chill with the homie for the rest of the weekend. We got that's, and that's pretty much it, man. That's what's up. It's going to be fun, though. Yeah. That Saturday will, will be tight. Yeah, yeah. Oh, eight, like eight days without seeing him. It's That's tough. a lot. I know. I get like without Rosie for like three days. I'm like, man, I want to see Rosie. Yeah, it's been tough. I got my uh, my mom's coming in. That's huge. Tomorrow, which will be Wednesday. What's your mom's name? Jen. Jen. Dude, shouts to Jen. Shouts to Jen. Shouts to Jen. She's the best. She's flying in. Um, I wanted to do the whole fam, but uh, the dog's at home. So my dad and my sister are doing Thanksgiving with the dog back in Saratoga. My mom's flying down the to do Thanksgiving with me. Yeah, because like. It's one thing to go home for you, you kind of as you know as as workers in a different city than you grew up in to the point where it's like you have to fly. Usually you pick one, right? You pick Thanksgiving or Christmas to go home. Mm-hmm. And Christmas I'm doing a hefty Saratoga, Rochester, New York City trip. So Thanksgiving I'm going to I'm going to chill here. Good. Me and my mom, we got a we got a pretty good spread. I went to Central Market yesterday, guys. It's a war zone. I imagine. It's it's, ridic- a war it's zone. absurd. They had plenty of turkeys, which I told my mom they would. Um, How big you go? Just nine pounds. It's it's gonna be way too much meat, but that's never been a problem for you in the past. No, but but still, it was it was it's on the smaller end. You're gonna eat so many turkey sandwiches after this. Yeah, I will. I actually picked up uh, brioche buns for that exact purpose. Oh wow! Yeah, look at you. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we're gonna do that uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and then. Friday, she wants to kind of see the town a little bit. So I'm going to take her around to some Austin 
Austin Spots. You're just going to take her to Pine House and just probably have her. No, actually, we're going to Pine House Wednesday. Huge. Because me and my dad went there when he was in uh, in town. And he's like, y'all, your mom would love that spot. So we'll probably get some soft blonde off and <laughs> Pine House, which I'm going to do today too. So, uh, And then Saturday, she leaves. But before she leaves, we're going to get some Christmas stuff in. I like that. At uh, Central Market, by the way, their trees are phenomenal. Yeah, they got they have a good tree selection. Oh, my God. They've got a good one. Sally and I were looking at them the other day. The upstate New York has a, a great tree program. But, like, the Austin trees, and they were real. They're perfectly shaped. Yeah, they were great-looking trees. I, don't, I, I worry about the trees. lasting power if you get one of them now. I've never... This is going to be a trash move. I've never had a real tree in my life. We, oh, man. We grew up with real trees, and finally my dad was like, you know what? We don't need to do this anymore. Always we're going to get a fake one. Growing up, yeah. I, I love real trees. I do like fake trees. I don't mind them. So I'm going to get well, a sure. When I have kids that are like seven or eight, I'm going to get real trees and I'm going to get like hilariously big ones so that they remember them because my dad got a hilariously big one one year and I still remember it as if it was four stories tall. That's cool. And so like I, ha- I have to get a big one for my kids at one point just so that they have that same memory. Yeah. I don't even know how tall that tree was these days. It, I just remember it being huge. Yeah, my buddy had like vaulted ceilings in his living room and they had like a 25 footer one year. That's cool. We had a wraparound staircase in that house and you, you, we had to go on the staircase in order to put the the thing on top of it. Oh, that's sick. It was dope. It was dope. Yeah. Good for Uh, y'all. But overall, I think I'm more of a fake guy now. I know that's trash, but it's so easy. Yeah. You know what you're going to see more of nowadays is this is going to be a very niche take. When you have a tree, (laughs) that uh, people put on tile or hardwood floors. And the kids just don't get the feeling of like running around on carpet on Christmas morning. Like, run, like you know, like crawling around opening presents and stuff. Yeah. I don't know why that, that resonated with me. But yeah, you can't I mean, like... Carpets aren't going out of business. Like a lot of people still have carpets yeah, in their like, house. Throw a rug down. Little, yeah, you can throw a rug down. But that has rug down. Yeah, why are you worried about this? I don't know why I'm worried you, about this. Do you want to crawl around and open your no, presents? The kids like, are okay, bro. We always do it at my grandparents' house, and they have like still have like thick shag carpet in their living room. And it's always like you just kind of hang on the on the floor because all the kids are running around you. You're passing out presents. God, Christmas morning as a kid, it's it doesn't get better. No, there's nothing better. There's nothing better than Christmas oh, morning. No, I would like borderline have a heart attack running downstairs. <laughs> it was the best. I couldn't sleep the night before. Thanksgiving... Mm-hmm. Uh, after dinner too, as I'm sure everybody is well aware, like when the uncles are all kind of drunk and passing out and the football's on, I saw, I don't know who said it. Um, somebody on Twitter said it, but they were like, oh, it was John Mayer on Current Mood. Dude, shouts to John Mayer. Shouts to John Mayer, the king of content. He said, uh, when you're with your families on Thanksgiving Day, just like make sure you take it in, you know? When you're when you're after, after dinner and... Uh, the TV's on, football's on, the family's kind of like that that din of family time. Mm-hmm. Take it in and just make sure you like close your eyes for a second. It's a good call. And feel it for like a minute it. or two. I like it. Because you don't know how how uh, how many how many of those you get. I took every, I took every holiday for granted growing up. And then moving down here made me realize like how nice it is to be in the comfort of your own home oh, yeah. with your family. I love Sally's family to death and the issue is not with like the people I'm surrounded with. It's kind of the whole scene. But like not being in your hometown for a major holiday, it, I don't like it. Yeah. That being said, I'm in a great situation down here. And so I have people that surround me where I'm like, all right, you guys are making it much, much better. But like it still is always not the same. You know, I don't like it when my parents ship me gifts to open and do all that kind of stuff. It's just it's not the same. Totally. 
Yeah. When it's like, uh, like we did, we always, growing up, it was always Thanksgiving at my grandparents' house and, and Christmas at my grandparents' house. Because in Rochester, it's where my whole family is. Shouts mm-hmm. to Western New York and Wegmans. Um, in Portland, Maine. And Buffalo. In Seattle. Go Sabres. But yeah, you always had that day of, of or like three days of just straight family time. Oh yeah, just tight. That's hom- what I've got coming up. The homie's getting to be the perfect age too. Like that, oh, dude. that prime zone of like the whole Santa Claus thing. Hell yeah, he's gonna like start remembering all these now. Oh yeah, we talked about making cookies for Santa, all that shit. You know, milk dude, and cookies and all that. that stuff. You have to do he's that. He's like nice. He's talking about like what kind he's gonna make. Hey, and if, all this. if you believe in Santa, mash that fifteen second button. Yeah, Wait, I, lo- I always used to love doing about? that. Even though like Santa wasn't real, my dad would just eat it and stuff. Why you gotta talk about Will, Santa not stop. being real, dog? Oh, sorry, you have this on their car. What if the homie's listening? Oh, sorry, fuck. You know how to match. I just nice. I told him to match the 15 second button. He doesn't know how to do that. Fuck, man. Uh, yeah. One year, this my dad was be- like, my, one year, my dad was like, eh, maybe we don't do as much milk this year. I heard he likes scotch. <laughs> so it was like, okay, yeah, all right, yeah, all right, yeah dad. dad, we get it. I do like that he was like, no, don't waste the fucking milk. I'm yeah. pouring that out. He's gonna start getting real fun for me with the homie. I can't wait. One year, my dad put a bun- he put a really old school looking um, thing of sleigh bells, Ooh. as if it had fallen off of Santa's sleigh, and he put them in the snow outside of our house for us to find. Electric stuff. Oh yeah, electric stuff. Oh my god, we were. Ah! <laughs> Dude, it was ever, so fun. You ever make uh, reindeer food that you throw out in the yard? No, we should. That's a good idea. <sighs> yeah, that's a good idea. And, it, and you'd like, I don't know how. Uh, Santa, I don't know how Santa put hoof prints in the snow for reindeer, likely because that's his, who, who, you know, the power behind his sled. Mm-hmm. But there were always hoof prints the next morning. And so, like, eight year old and seven year old Brett was like, holy fuck. Yeah, growing up in Texas, we didn't get to do that. That's right, dude. Have you ever had like a white Christmas morning? Never. Oh, my oh God. My God. Dude, it's the best. Never. It's the best. And it's like, it's kind of a oh. crapshoot sometimes when it's not a good Christmas, like when it's the weather's warm or it's like had yeah. just rained or something. It's such a bummer when it's all white. It's just the best. Yeah, I'm about and to the get, plow trucks aren't out, so like you kind of got to rough it everywhere. It's just great. I'm gonna get Thomas Kincaid on you for a second. You know who Thomas Kincaid is? No. the the Christmas uh, the Christmas like painting. Guy. Oh, okay. I'm more of a Norman Rockwell guy, but go on. Uh, have you have uh, Alexander Batirsky? Okay. By the way, my favorite what? my favorite artist right now, <laughs> Dylan. My grandparents' house. They used to have a barn, like an 1800s barn, in their backyard. And one Christmas morning, it was snowing, like light snow, and the, they put uh, big-ass, like, colored lights on the barn. I was, I was probably 10 years old. Yeah. And it's still, that, like, that image still sticks in my brain. Dude, yeah. Like, family behind me, the, the Christmas morning, it was still, like, super early, so the sun, it was still, like, you know, the blue light hours. Oh, yeah. Dude, oh, I'm getting chills thinking about it, man. That's the best. Shout out mm. to Thomas Kincaid. I'm getting excited. Do you guys want my weekend in fun? God. Yeah, sorry. I guess. Oh, it's fun going down memory lane, though. No, I'm going home. Uh, it was the last minute decision by Sally and I. We were like, you know what? We're going to be out of town for Christmas. So let's just go home and enjoy ourselves. So we're going to go see my parents. Uh, we get in at an early hour. Ho- hopefully early enough that I can get a plastic wrap sandwich. What time are you boarding tomorrow morning? Uh, 440. 4.30 or 4.40. And then uh, we uh, are going to you know, hit dinner with my parents Wednesday night. Thursday who knows probably go probably go do a little maybe outdoor walking maybe take a hike in a nature preserve or something maybe just there's a nice little walk by my parents house that i can take that's about a couple miles long might go do that oh you're gonna do that with the uh with the cousins before thanksgiving dinner oh. take a walk 
uh, the um, the day is Friday. Friday after Thanksgiving in your hometown with nothing to do is just the best. So I don't know what we're going to do. You got to think some micro brews are going to get off. Mm. Um, might go to a, a nice little farm that makes their own beers. Have a couple out there. Hopefully it's snowing. Saturday it's supposed to snow, so I might get I might go skiing. I need Whoa. to do a little warm up before uh, Colorado to make sure my I still got my legs. I don't think uh, the Michigan skiing is going to prep me too much for Colorado, but we'll get there. It'd be real shame if you lost your touch. Real I shame. haven't lost a touch. I haven't lost a touch. And then yeah, Sunday we got a late flight out, so I'm anticipating because it's uh, because it's Thanksgiving Sunday and we have a late flight out of Detroit. I'm pretty much already guaranteeing that we're spending a night in Detroit. Nothing goes well. But other than that, yeah, just kind of have a real chill Thanksgiving at home with the fam. Very excited about it. Dude, what if you just like, this is, sorry, this is going to be mean. What if you just like, like really sprain your ankle skiing or something like that? That would suck. Mm. That would be bad just because I need to, I need to be on, like, I need to be a hundred percent healthy for England and Scotland. Oh, I so mean, I got to be careful. Yeah. Yeah. I got to be careful. I don't want to have to like limp around and like deal with that kind if of shit. If you ski, what does Sally do? She said she would go with me. Oh. Which is, you know, it's a gift and a curse. You can't, you can't rip black D. Yeah, Sally. like, I mean, I would love to rip some black Ds, but it, it just might not happen with, uh, with Sally around. So if, if we do actually go skiing, I will take her on some very easy hills. And then uh, I will probably have an hour to myself where I, I, I kindly gesture for her to maybe go meet some friends in the pub huh. while I go get some, some runs off. Do you have like a tight local... Uh bar at the at the ski lodge oh yeah, oh, yeah. nubs pub is an all-timer <laughs> nubs pub yeah they don't have the entertainment going yet which is unfortunate between christmas and new year's is where they do the entertainment so you, you pretty much guaranteed a uh an acoustic version of edmund fitzgerald every single time you're in there and it's just great uh but unfortunately they don't have that yet so hopefully it snows enough i'm a little worried that this it's going to be crappy weather there's a lot of rain in the forecast but some snow on saturday i'm just worried that this the rain prior to that's going to ruin my my picturesque time. Dude, in, in upstate New York, it, it got cold enough on Thanksgiving a lot of the time where we'd have white Thanksgivings, especially oh, in Rochester. When it, it was like that, but this this rain now I think is going to ruin that for us, yeah, which it's is, fun. it's okay. It's okay. It, as long as it's like cold. Yeah. I'm not too worried about getting like warm the, Thanksgiving the snow and warm and Christmases just don't, they don't hit. Part of the reason we decided to do England and stuff like over Christmas was so we could see it all done up for, for Christmas time. I think that's going to be a good choice. Yeah. I'm excited. That's why I'm excited to go to New York like a week before Christmas too. I've only been Eight. to New York around Christmas oh. once and it was fucking great. Yeah. It hits so It much. was so great. Man. I, I get so jacked up for Christmas. I'm sorry for... I, I just showed Dylan a... Uh, it's the best, man. A Thomas Kincaid painting. Doesn't well. get better. Christmas is number one. Thanksgiving, number two. Agreed. I don't like Thanksgiving haters. The season, the you know, the six weeks or so between Thanksgiving and Christmas is my favorite time of year. I wrote a column about why the, from November 1st to January 1st, it's the greatest two months ever. Yeah. And it, 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 I actually reread that column because I, I was trying to get some a paragraph from it for Sunday Scaries. And I, I was like reading the entire thing and I was like, man, I, was, I, I knocked this out of the park. I was absolutely fucking right oh, on every yeah. single point of this. I will say like the one, the one knock on Austin I have is it doesn't feel like that down here. It doesn't. Which is a shame because if you've never experienced a long period of time in the Northeast or or North even like Midwest during this time period, it's just not the same. It's not. And Christmas is a very weird feeling. My first Christmas here was very weird. I was like, I just felt off. Like I I shouldn't have been here. A hundred percent. 
That being um, said, 98% of the other days in Austin are pretty great. Correct. So I can, it's hard to complain about it's that. It's cool to be like, I'm, I'm sure people have family traditions. Like they, they do Christmas morning, then they go golf with the family. Yeah. You could absolutely do which that. Which is cool. Uh, Thanksgiving, you probably like go out and, and grill that Friday if you want outside and on the patio and stuff. But man, nothing hits like, uh, like just Christmas inside a cozy house. Mm. Thanksgiving mm. inside when it's cold as fuck outside. Oh, you're getting me all horny to go to Michigan. Let's go. Should we get out of here? Yeah. Guys. Thankful for you. We're thankful for everybody. Thank you. Uh, also. Thank you. you. Patreon.com. We're stuff podcast listener voicemails. We're getting listener voicemails off later today. So we're just going to come in hot. Oh, yeah. Uh, see you guys later. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye.